Jurassic community. This is the 37th episode of our podcast, the Jurassic fans and enthusiasts of all pods. I'm Daniel, your host, and this is the man who tried to sell a miniature elephant to raise funds for this podcast, Matthew Millen. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel, good sir, once again, united in this awfully hot e evening, afternoon, afternoon. Anyways, how are you today? Uh, it ain't scorching, so uh, I'm good. Well, I have lots to talk about dinosaurs. So I, yeah. I can see you're fine. You're wearing a, you're wearing a coat. <laughs> this is not a coat. It's like a, a, a long sleeve shirt. You know. Okay, a blouse. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm wearing shorts and flip flops. So. You can you can imagine the temperature over here. Yeah, I'd probably be dead if I were wearing these clothing where you are, right? Yeah, you would. Right. Well, as we talk about death, let's talk about death creatures. So, um, since we're talking about dying, let's talk about something that is already dead. Yes. Indeed, because you have found this marvelous article, uh, it was in Spanish, about this new duck-built dinosaur, right? I had yeah. to on, on Science Daily, links are on the description below, because I don't speak Spanish. Well, luckily for us, Science Daily makes it in English. Indeed, but uh, well, all of you who speak Spanish, and there are some listeners of ours who do speak Spanish, you are my hero from now on. Right. Yeah, Spanish is a hard language. My oh my. Anyways, so <laughs> it's a, it was interesting this article that you sent me. Can you give us the uh, the very summary of it? Well, yes. Uh, I a research party from Japan, led by Yoshitsugo Kobayashi. I'm sorry if I have harmed another language with my bad pronunciation. Uh, well, Dr. Kobayashi and collaborators in Japan, they found this new duck-billed dinosaur and they called him Yamatosaurus Isagani. And what is interesting of it, it, it shows us that they sh this new finding suggests that this genus of dinosaurs migrated from Asia to North America. So you see, um, it's interesting what you said because uh, we thought, well, back in the day at least, because uh, now uh, it's a new discovery, uh, at least the description, not really the discovery, but the description of it is recent. Yeah. And we thought it was the other way around, right? Like uh, from North America to Asia. To Asia, yeah. So we are completely wrong once again. Good to know. Yay. Uh, it's also living and to, learning to see uh, what this creature why it's so different because um, it's apparently here so, so say the doctor that it had just one functional tooth in several battery positions and no branched ridges on the two surfaces so yeah. like um, we had so many other creatures living in, in this uh, in this era the Cretaceous period but um, Hadrophores one of, was like one of the most successful types of creature because it was like it was not as specialized as other animals. They could basically eat anything. 
And yep. They had so many teeth that they just, you know, hmm, look at that, yum, 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 chew yeah. forever, and then, and then it's good well to be fed. digested. I mean, well fed. When you are not a toothy picker, you can just eat mice play anything and survive, and that's probably yep. what uh, what killed the um, theropods in like several countries around the world, because we do have some of them in Cretaceous, but especially in South America. And then we have a uh, Saltosaurus and other types of uh, theropods, but not yeah. in other places around the world. So few of them. Sad. But I mean, South America was a, a strange place, right? I mean, we talked about Yucalcan last week. What, what the heck was that? I don't know. It is still a strange place. Yeah. Let's be is honest. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Alrighty, so um, just so you know, folks, because I have to say this, just so you, no one gets mad at us, we do live in South America, so that's why yeah. you know it's crazy, right? We we have the right to talk about our region, Indeed. so so no one gets mad at us because yeah, we can. That's not prejudice; that's fact. Yeah, it's a fact. Anyways, uh, now, uh, and also, I mean, when you remember uh, Argentina, you also have a Cacardontosaurus, like a Tyrannosaurus. Oh, yeah. yeah, they like they were ruling in North America and then also Asia, because you remember that Tabosaurus were there. And then uh, yeah. in Africa, we had, uh, what did you have in Africa? Cacardontosaurus? Hey. Mm, maybe. We had something. We and and Spinosaurus. Vicious predators. Yeah, so <laughs> there was some like huge difference between these continents. So um, now I found these names so interesting uh, because Yamato Sora. So Yamato is the name of the god. No, Yamato is the ancient name for Japan. Yeah, now I remember that, right? So mm. and then the scientific name is related to the the isle as it was found in because it's apparently mm. like the first eye of japan to be created by the god of japan's southern islands yeah that's Izanagi. right is that it i think so i hope it is otherwise it'll be doomed. i hope it is and i hope we're not offending any japanese here <laughs> please that that is not our intent we're serious so like so uh, this this boy here had a different teeth structure which shows that it had a different eating so probably plants in japan at that era were different from the rest of the world yeah i mean it was not an island a lot of back at that oh, time oh yeah indeed it was still attached to the to asia yeah so like uh to asia probably, mainland actually because it, it is the, still asia yeah <laughs> it was probably the the same plants that we have in the fourth record in asia and um, the rest of it at least so indeed indeed but i mean as we said right no choosy pick it was like ah the, the heck it's plant it's green even if it's just a consignate <laughs> yeah it's plant it's green now I'll, I'll eat it give me <laughs> yeah now i do know who that compass lived in the jurassic not cretaceous all right ah, i see <laughs> yeah i have to be uh careful here all right uh, i guess i guess that's it for the amatosaurus uh, well, I, I, I like to highlight some things that uh, Dr. Kobayashi said that Japan is mostly covered in vegetation with very little 
outcrops for fossil hunting. So he thanks amateur fossil hunters in Japan because they help discover a lot of fossils. And also this, this guy here, Yamatosaurus and Camusaurus. Camusaurus, sorry. Discovered in North Japan. Uh, they show that Japan had dinosaurs from the Cretaceous period. Because before those discoveries, they didn't know if Japan had dinosaurs from the Cretaceous period. So it's, yeah, actually quite a discovery. Indeed, that's for sure. And I mean, it helps us understand uh, the migration habits of this animal. Maybe not the, yeah. like the early migration, but at least like what happened to the whole uh, type, right? It just went from Asia to North America. Yeah, that's Indeed. interesting. Still going on uh, poly news, we have this so odd news about a fat-footed Tyrannosaur parents could not keep up with their skinny adolescent offspring. Once again, who expected the opposite? I don't know. I really don't know. It. Well, I mean, in science, you can't say something is if you're not 100% sure. And sometimes, even when you think you're 100% sure, something new comes up and, well, it's all down the, the water, the sinkhole. But still, now they are sure of it. Yay. Indeed. All right. So, yeah. No, it was, it was really interesting, at least, like uh, when you consider here. So we have the, uh, uh, the study leader, Nathan Enriquez. He's a, a PhD student uh, with collaboration with uh, the Philip J. Curie at Dinosaur Museum. But... Uh, you see, like, Jack has an example of this. Um, the results suggest that as some Tyrannosaurus grew older and heavier, their feet also become comparably more bulky. Let's hope so, because otherwise, imagine, like, this huge and fat T-Rex with little tiny feet. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, I, I guess we can link that to the uh, to some other It would news. be just like Stevie, you know, the dinosaur from Google Chrome, Stevie. Yeah, oh, that's his name. He's got a name. Yeah, his name is is Steve. I call him Stevie because he's cute. <laughs> yeah, good 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 memories with that guy. When we, yeah, played you know. it for hours. You know, saying that makes me feel really bad because I've been at least five hours without internet and playing Stevie. That sucks. We just nowadays. to show that Steve is a good distraction. Yes, it is. My highest score on it was 10,500. So you, you reached the pterosaurs? I did, I did. Mm, I see. Well, yeah. well folks, uh, you know, if I, if I have a higher score than that, please tell us. Please we, tell us. We all would love to hear your thoughts. And if you have print screens of it, send it, send it to us and we'll feature you. That'd Yay. be even better. Yeah. Yeah. You can make a collage, you know? Well. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, we can sure. make a Stevie championship. <laughs> who gets The one who gets the highest score will receive a look for the skull mug. <laughs> well, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> we want Anyways. to start there even. <laughs> well, well. So, you know, I guess we can link that about a, the... Um, the fat-footed Tyrannosaur to their, another article, some other news that we had about uh, Tyrannosaurs being really sociable creatures. So yeah. if they could not keep up with the offspring, 
You imagine like all of the adolescents like running over and the older bulkhead terrorists going like, hey, you, go no, get back here. <laughs> like, Jimmy, get back here. Trudy, I've told you 10,000 times to stop wandering off on your own. Trudy. And then they're like, oh, mommy, but, uh, but you're so slow. Don't make me call your dad. Oh, yeah, he can't even catch me. And then keep running around. Yeah, oh, my, you see. Uh, sometimes uh, people say it's the, it was the mighty creature, my, the mighty predator to ever live. No, it was just a poor parent. <laughs> Yeah. Suffering just like all of us, uh, all of those who have kids, because I don't, and I don't think I'll ever have. Anyways, I hope myself as well. <laughs> that I won't not have, that or I... that you won't have. Well, both. Oh, right. Not, not that I don't like kids. Please don't get us wrong. We don't hate kids, but we just don't want them. I love kids. I'm literally a teacher. I, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, if I didn't love kids, my life would be miserable. Indeed. And I have nephews, so yeah. And I like them. I play Minecraft with them. <laughs> oh, you want to boast? I have a cat. Oh my, you have three. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have two cats. Take that. All right. Uh, I, lo I lose again. Let's, let's tell another thing that PhD student Nathan Enriquez found. Well, he used footprints to help make this discovery. He used footprints from, oh, here, here it is, from the Grand Prairie region of Northern Alberta, Canada. So once again, thank you, Canada. And well, he used those footprints to measure size and weight of the dinos and use, an, well, bone structure and etc to know how muscles to predict sorry to predict how their muscles were so well footprints weren't used as a reconstructive model because it depended a lot on the terrain but having all of these different footprints in the same place they it helped them to do so and well in conclusion they say in quotation marks. Lastly, it demonstrates the usefulness of footprints of, for investigating a potentially wider range of ideas about the lives of extinct species than has been considered previously. End of quotation. You know, uh, I found this really sweet that like, uh, they make these extra efforts of uh, trying to use footprints because they are so ambiguous that like no one ever thought of using them like this much before. So yeah. Yeah, because as you said, they can change completely with, with even the kind of terrain. And like, uh, imagine like dinosaurs lived uh, so many uh, millions of years ago. What if like a, a dinosaur produces a footprint and one million years after that, another dinosaur, like uh, it goes and uh, steps on the very same place, maybe leaving another footprint. It would just trying to be a mass. So yeah. first off, okay. what they did was uh, bathing it on their relatively close proximity between the discoveries and the nearly equivalent ages. So then they have a, well, <laughs> they were almost sure that that was the very same time. And yeah. then they finally had a suitable sample. So look how careful these guys are. Like they don't go like uh, shooting bullets into the ground, like 
Dr. Grant's team did. Indeed. May Good lie. thing they didn't do that. Indeed. All righty. So yeah, paleontologists are our hero. Mathematician yeah. as well, for all those who are um, Dr. Malcolm's fan, right? Yes, definitely. We'll never forget you guys. <laughs> you have our hearts. Indeed. All righty, folks. So uh, I guess that's it there. Yeah, I guess we're done for today. Yeah, we covered a lot in Party News this week. So now we know that we're completely wrong about hadrosaurs and that the migration was mm -hmm. completely the other way around. Good to know. And Good to know. The pteranosaurs, not only they were fat-footed when they grow, grew up, but also that they were, were dedicated parents. They would suffer with more kids. Yes. Oh, look at that. Very relatable. Well, keep going for the go. We'll be seeing you in the next week. So please remember to leave a review. You know, it, it could be five stars, but it doesn't hit you. Like, just you know, yeah, leave just be honest and help us grow yeah if you are not five stars yet tell us why so then we can reach five stars you know we just want your, yeah. whole... your... exactly it means and and don't forget to send us your high scores on stevie <laughs> yes indeed oh that'll be marvelous <laughs> also remember please that we have an instagram page we are at jurassic fan the rather nerd you know you know why i couldn't fit in the pod and yeah well it happens that's okay well, and well, uh, we also have a Twitter page, so that has nothing posted yet. But yeah. if you guys want to follow us, it's at look number four, look for the school. Yeah, I mean, if we have a um, you know, uh, enough folks that maybe Matt could post something, you know, yeah, maybe we can start the Stevie Championship on Twitter. Oh my, that would be fun. Send us, send us your screenshots and let's start this. I can't deny it will be fun. Fine, folks. <laughs> so we'll be seeing you in the next week and remember to keep going for this call. Bye-bye.